a Fubs Media production. So as you know, my dog Scoop is super picky, like incredibly picky. She is picky. She's very picky. I never knew I would have like a picky eater for a child. (laughs) And she literally only wants a very specific brand and a very specific flavor of treats. My. Yeah. And one time me and Joel, we went to our favorite uh, little pet store that sells this brand and this flavor. She likes the blueberry ones. And they were completely out. Yeah. They were completely out of the blueberry ones. So we had to get her pot roast. I was like, pot roast, she'll love the pot roast flavor. We come home. I go to give it to her. Like, I'm like, hey, Scoop, sit. She sits. I go to give her the treat. She puts it in her mouth, swirls it around for a second, literally spits it out. Oh, my gosh. Spits it out on the floor. She didn't like the pot roast. She hated it. And then I like was like, all right, maybe that one. I don't know. Maybe she just needs to get used to the taste. Every time I would give it to her, she would spit it out like a spit wad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, speaking of picky eaters. Yeah. We're going to be talking about how to fix that in your pet in the episode coming up. All right. Let's go. Let's get let's started. Let's do it. The shop is open. And we're here for you. Hello there. I'm Brittany Brainstorm. And I'm Casey Lachelle. We're the co-host of Boutique Speak. A podcast where we share with you all the humanity behind some of the most memorable brands we've worked with as the owners of Brainstorm Boutique Branding Studio. We geek out about branding, design, and offer tips and tricks to expand and improve businesses like yours. So come on in and hang out with us. Let's do it. Fam. My name is Brittany Brainstorm, and I'm co-host of Boutique Speak. I have my sister and co-host Casey Lachelle here with me. Hello. We are the owners of Brainstorm Boutique, which is a boutique design studio, and we build confident brands. Love it. We created this podcast to show the human side of business. And this episode, we're really going to hone in on one of our favorite businesses, a crude carnivore oh, yes. from Flo Florentine's business. It's a really, really cool company, all very dog nutrition um, centric. And the whole brand even just talks about dog nutrition in general. And I'm sorry, I keep saying dog, but I know it's dog and cats. Yeah, absolutely. I just have a dog. I don't have cats. (laughs) Nothing against cat people. Just never did it. Yeah. I just have a dog and, and she absolutely loves crude carnivore. It's crazy because as earlier, as I mentioned earlier, she's like not an adventurous food dog. Oh yeah, Scoop. Your yeah, dog Scoop. Scoop. She she doesn't just like eat anything, but she loves crude carnivore. Um, and I'm really excited to dive more into that. You know, that. I have three dogs at home yeah. and my dogs go bananas over crude carnivore. Yeah. They definitely know a difference when it's topped with crude and when it's just straight up dry dog food. And they're 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 a wild group of animals. They're very <laughs> they're very different dogs, dogs too. Dogs will be dogs. I know. And then like as soon as I like top it with crude, they're like quietly eating their food. Right. And like I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. It's it is definitely the best bone broth on the market. Absolutely. We've tried other bone broths with Scoop, and she will just literally spit out her food. She doesn't want it. <laughs> we have to get her new food. I don't I don't know. I don't know how she's this picky. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm also extremely blessed that we know Flo and and that she's made such an excellent business to help keep our dogs healthy and alive and focus on the longevity side. Of Absolutely. It. That's the thing that I love about this product specifically is that focus on pet health and nutrition and keeping them as live as long as you can. And my, I'm telling you, my dogs are, they're crazy over crude. My dogs are not picky, picky eaters, actually. Yeah. They will eat anything and everything, but I can tell when they really, really love something. And as soon as we put crude carnivore on top of their dry dog food, they're, it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> yeah. She has several different flavors too, um, which Scoop completely loves. And I don't know. Have you tried one? No. She said that people can technically eat it. I haven't tried I it. I haven't either. I know Flo, I'm surprised I haven't. You know, I know Flo said that she actually, like, she tastes it along the way to to make sure that it's a good flavor. And because it's so pure, yeah. it's a it's a very, um, it's all very wholesome, real nutrition ingredients that, like, people could partake in it if we want. But we're definitely, it's definitely targeted for that, for the pets. So- I actually have like a very short little story to spin off on that. I worked with dogs in Chicago. It's something I've mentioned before. Dog owners, every single one of them is so different. I worked with an owner who bought those treats that look like Oreos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I saw her. She was home one day. I went to go get her dog. And if she's listening, hey, this was really wild. She took the, the Oreo right in front of me. And eats it. Oh, you're looking at me in the eye. <laughs> the dog owner. The dog owner. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like that's not a normal Oreo. But I was like trying to be super friendly. And I was like, oh, I was like, you know, okay. okay. <laughs> like, what do I do here? And she was looking at me straight in the eyes and she goes, she goes, what? You don't try dog treats before you give them to your dog? And I was like, uh-uh. No, I don't. I don't know if that makes me a bad dog owner. I will own that if it does. You know, if you're really trying, why would we give our dog something that we couldn't eat too? That's true. I mean, we shouldn't, I guess we shouldn't be eating dog food, but could you really trust dry dog food? Uh, well, you know, we are actually going to get into that kind of history and I'm super excited because I researched all about it and it had me really rethinking giving my dog dry dog food really? to begin with. Which, oh, wow. I was like, right after that, I got on DMs with Flo and I was like, Flo, how do I do raw? <laughs> well, okay, okay. Well, don't close down. Shop hours are still open. And when we return, we're going to dive into the history of dry dog food. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> Back to Teak Fam. Yeah. It is your co-host Brittany Brainstorm here, and I have Casey Lachelle, other co-host of Brains, of Boutique Speak. Yeah, and you have some history. Yes, ma'am. I have. Just so. What's really interesting about the dry dog food history okay. is that it goes all the way back to 1860. Wow, in England. Okay. The first dog biscuits were made of vegetables, beetroot, and wheat, which were mixed together with beef blood and then baked. Oh, well, that sounds delicious. Yep. <laughs> Why did I say yeah? Why did I say yeah? Why did I agree to that? I, I, I got to listen better. I, that was Spratt's Dog Cakes, and Ooh. it was a huge hit in England. So Spratt's doing really well. Decides to take his product to New York in 1870. 
thus giving the rise to the American pet food industry. All started with Spratt. Wow. Right? Wow. 1860. Uh, what's crazy to me about that is I actually thought that we probably were giving dog treats. I thought that we would be giving dog treats sooner than that. Really? But 1860 just seems a little late to me, but yeah. there it is. It was at Spratt's. Well, then in 1941, 90% of the dog food market was all about canned dog food, like the canned okay, meat. Okay, yeah. Right? Like the wet dog food. Right. But then you think about what was going on in the States in the 1940s, World War II. Yeah. World War II happened and dog, dry dog food had to take the front seat of that. Oh, yeah, because aluminum. Because metal. they couldn't make the cans. Wow. Right? Wow. We could not take those cans to keep the can. Yeah, because I mean, hello, there's other more important things. Exactly. That metal needs to be going to. Exactly. So during that time, understandably, you know, everybody was like, all right, I got to do dry dog food. Yeah. I cannot feed my dogs these cans because they're not making them. Absolutely. So those were just no longer available. They weren't on the shelves anymore. Eventually, just pretty phased out and companies were like, man, I got to do a shelf stable food that could be sold in bags. It's just the only way. Oh, wow. 1950, the Purina company started making Czech cereal with okay. a cooking extruder, which was different than what everybody else was doing to make those little puffs, right? Okay. Using the extruder, a mixture of cereals and other ingredients were pushed through a tube wherein they were cooked under high pressure and then puffed up with air. Okay. Uh, Chex mix started kind of coming in the mix, oh, right? You're like, right. What, what's going to happen Yeah. Here? The result to the Chex we've come to know, which stays crispy after milk has been added. True. True. So around this time, a lot of pet parents had been complaining about the texture and the appearance of other dry dog foods on the market or of dog food on the market at that point. And it was just like really unsettling. It was really gross looking. So Purina decided, hey, we're going to make a pet division. We're going to look into this and we're going to use our Chex Mix extruder <gasps> on the dog food. Oh my gosh. Exactly. And that's it. That's it. That's it. After three years, they came up with dog chow, which is the thing that we use now. It's made the exact same way. Oh my gosh. I just took a moment where I realized like puppy chow. Yeah. That we eat as humans, like where you put like the chocolate and the powdered it's sugar. Checks. It's checks. Which and, is also Purina. And they created dog chow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Woof, woof. Okay. <laughs> now I look you in the ice while I eat the puppy chow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what was crazy was then by 1960s, ad spending was already for this dry dog food at $50 million. Oh, my gosh. In 1960s. Wow. Convincing you that this is this is good. Yeah. Even though, you know, I mean, I surmise at that point that we could have gotten our cans back. Wow. Right? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Um, and then 2021 alone, just Purina, the, let's, let's pretend they're the only brand that exists. They just spent like almost $100 million in advertising. Wow. Because guess what happened in COVID? Everybody needed a dog. People got their furry friends. I, that's when I got Scoop. Yeah. It was whenever I realized that Man's I'm best lonely. <laughs> I am lonely. I need somebody to be happy to see me. Wow. Um, and because of that, Purina 
all the dog food uh, brands just really started bumping up their advertising game, convincing you that they're the best. Wow. We know that inherently, I mean, like who else advertises you to, to you super hard? McDonald's. Yeah. We know that they're not the best thing to eat. Oh my goodness. But yet we buy into it. We do because it's there and we trust what people, what they're telling us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I am so excited to dive into how crude really does help the pet food part. I know we talked a little bit earlier. We're going to dive in a little bit more and how we helped her. Exactly. And so stay tuned. The shop is not closed. We'll be right back after this short break. See you soon. Are you ready to be bold? Are you ready for a glow up? Are you ready? Brainstorm Boutique can help. We are a boutique branding studio offering brand and web strategy and design, brainstorm intensives, and confidence coaching for businesses like yours. Contact us at brainstormboutique.com for a free consultation. Welcome back, Boutique Welcome fam. Back. If you've been sticking around with us, we've been talking about animal nutrition yeah. and the dog dry food industry. The dark dog. Oh my gosh. Such a dark industry. side yeah. to that. And, um, actually we're going to talk about Florentina Glade, also known as Flo, who owns and the creator of crude carnivore and just give you a little brief background on her history. She actually has her master's in animal nutrition. Cool. Um, she became a very well-respected animal nutritionist. A lot of people are coming to her for like product, you know, issues with the dogs. Like my dog has itchy skin. My dog has bad digestion and all this and everything that she knew about animal nutrition. She started giving people feedback, what they need to do, how they need to change their pet's diet. It's uh, always diet. And it's usually taking them from the dry dog food into more of a raw, mm-hmm. um, diet. And one of the things she started realizing it was very hard to transition a lot of people to a full raw diet. So she ended up f- creating a bone broth, which became a topper to dry dog food. Mm-hmm. And it gave them the, that boost. It boosts the bowl with this additional uh, nutrition and all of these things that pets need to live a long, healthy life. So she created this bone broth, began selling it, and it just like it just exploded. Like people of wanted course. it. Their pets loved it. They were eating their food. You know, they were just, it was really, really good for the, for the pet, pet owners. Right. Um, so Flo came to us and she's like, Hey, I got this really, this business is going and growing and I need a glow up. Yeah, she did. And she needed a glow up. And she knew exactly. I think she already had in her head, like what she wanted it to be. She knew what she wanted. Getting there. Exactly. It was, it was actually like she knew what she wanted, but it was expressing that and turning that into something. So, you know, we worked really closely with Flo for, for a while. Um, she already had the name. The, it was the crude carnivore at the time. And when I was making her logo, you know, we, we wanted to stay, we didn't want it to be too drastic of a change. She had a font she really liked. We really enjoyed the way it looked. The name's already like great. I know it was great. It was so much fun. And then it was like, why don't we just drop the, why are we yeah. not just crude carnivore? And she had the crude carnivore.com. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about dropping the, yeah. it's just like those, just that one little thing changed everything yeah. for her business. So, you know, it was also like talking about how it was bone broth, right? It's a yep. liquid and you're pouring it into the bowl and it actually can, you know, it can splash out if it wanted to. So we actually created and integrated a bowl with a splash with the crude carnivore and being able to really nail in like it is a you know a, a it is a splash of nutrition for yeah. your pet you know and taking all those little bits and pieces and tying it in together 
suddenly that made such a difference in her branding. Yeah. And, you know, even just like, I think that one of my favorite things about Flo's project too, was that she kind of treated it like when you get a haircut, don't just walk out and act happy with yeah, your haircut. Absolutely. She was very specific with the notes that she had. Yes. And very specific with those um, those changes that she needed. Absolutely. And that that is so important. It's it, it's There's nothing worse than, you know, when you're getting a haircut, especially, which is, is always the thing I think about, but when you're getting a haircut and they cut your bangs kind of weird, <laughs> like, let's pretend you've ever had that happen to you. I have here. <laughs> and you're sitting there and they're like, do you like it? And you're like this like little eight-year-old little girl and you're like, yeah, I like it. And then your mom's like, no, turn around, tell her to redo this. Tell her to redo it. It is so invaluable to communicate to your designers the direction and not to give up, but just keep rolling. Absolutely. hit that direction, know what you're saying, being able to communicate what's in your head into what's what you want your logo and your brand to look like. She gave me lots of really, really great great feedback and it was always right on point. And we would always work through just, you know, the hurdles together. And one of the other big things we did is that we revamped her website. She wanted a subscription-based option for her products because she's like, you know, people are using this. Their dogs are consuming this on a regular basis and they need to be able to get it consistently. And so, you know, I, I've, I've done subscription-based um, product websites before. So I was like, girl, I got you. Let's do this. Yeah. And we really found a way to tell the story of her brand on her website yeah. while also having it to be very product-centric. A lot of times people can bury the products they're trying to yeah. sell. And if you have a product-based business, you need to let people know how to buy it. It needs to be forefront mm-hmm. on that website. It needs to be an easy clear process from landing on that website to checking out. It needs to be simple. It needs to be straightforward. And, you know, I'm so lucky that we had that opportunity to make that happen for flow. I think that when you click, when you type in crudecarnivore.com, it's clear you're buying bone broth. Absolutely. You know, what's in that bottle. It's very obvious that that's what it is. Yes. And then it's, oh, it's obvious now that it's from a pet nutritionist. It's about somebody, it's not just simply, you know, a Purina bone broth. And yeah. I know that this is somebody who is actually passionate about the product that they have. And they're not just pushing me something else I should buy. Like this has a purpose. And Absolutely. I think that- and, you know, she told me that once she launched her website, her her revenue has actually grown so much. Of course, it yeah. has made a huge difference. Um, we'll dive in a little bit deeper on that after our short break. So stay tuned. Yeah. Welcome back, boutique fam. Hi. We are having so much fun talking about Crude Carnivore by our friend Florentina Glade. Also friend, client, all that stuff. We were talking earlier about the the glow up. Yes. Right? The glow up we gave Crude Carnivore, which was, oh my gosh, it was amazing. You know, she's in Hong Kong now. She's, She's everywhere. And I think it's really cool talking about those subscription boxes. Yes. I think that that is something that is so important if you can incorporate it into your business well, like yes. if it makes sense. Absolutely. If it doesn't make sense, well, you got it. But if it yeah. does make sense, something like uh, I may not always have time to run to the pet store and yeah. grab all these things. Automate it. 
automate it for people. Absolutely. And she has it to where it's, and she has a lot of like uh, complicated things that she's, that her website's able to do for her, like make the four pack, right? Yeah. Four pack. I think she goes up to 12 pack now. Um, and mix and match flavors. Absolutely. And it's all the stuff that like, if you don't know websites, you're like, oh, that sounds easy. And then you like sit in front of the computer and you're like, <laughs> wait, now how do I do that? There's like, a what? lot of setup yeah. for sure. So, and- uh, Brittany, like what you're the one, you're the one who knows the websites in the tech side of it. Um, how, what are some tips that you have about setting up that customer flow? What is yeah. your favorite customer flow? Absolutely. You know, I think people always think it has to be complicated. Yeah. It does not need to be complicated. Half as simple as possible of a website experience is absolutely key. Yeah. For me, you know, when you have a website, especially a product-based business, we really have to dive into like the goals of your business, whether you, you know, whether you're product-based or not. Like the first thing is like, we call ourselves web strategists because it's a strategy before you become a design. You have to figure out what is that goal of that website Everything you do needs to center around that goal. So every time I'm talking to a client, it's like, what is the actual outcome you want from this website? And how do we set it up to achieve this goal? And you do not need a million goals. If you are like, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. Well, guess what? You're going to confuse your customer, your client, your end user. You're going to confuse them. We want a streamlined process. We want them to land on your website and to end doing this goal. So that is the most key thing, especially with a product-based business, is we need to figure out what does that goal look like and how do we achieve that goal with your web design? So another thing too with, with the website is telling your story on there too. You know, you want to make sure you're telling your story in a way that's really going to connect with people. People, they're the ones buying your product. Yeah we cannot look at people as statistical numbers. Like we have to look at them as people. If Casey Lachelle is coming on this website to buy this bone broth for scoop, right? Yeah. We've already said Casey, we've said scoop and she's buying a product, right? That is the goal of the website is for Casey to buy scoop this product. Right. And now how do we set it up? So that is exactly what happens. I think that's where the about us page really starts becoming extremely important. Yeah. And making sure that the copy on your about us page is like, hey, I'm the authority on this information. And also I'm a person. Absolutely. And I care about dogs. Yes. And I think Flow's about us page is, is really good too because it it clearly is just like, hey, I have all this background. Yep. This is how I apply it. Here's me with my puppies. Absolutely. You know, Flo walks the walk and talks the talk. She does. She absolutely, like, she lives it. She, uh, when you follow her on in, on Instagram, you watch her actually lead with that lifestyle with her animals. And it's so important to it do It really is. And I learned so much from her because she is the authority in this space. When I'm, you know, so that's another tip or trick I'm just going to throw out there. Like if, if you have a business, like you are the authority on that subject, that topic, that product, show it, show that in your lifestyle. You have to prove it. You have to prove it. And we watch Flo and she just, she shows it. She's has her dogs with, I'm always learning about new products. Like she uses those lick mats and she puts all this raw dog food on it and then she always tops it with crude. And 
it, it actually does a lot of stuff where it like calms anxiety in dogs, where it gives them something to do so they don't get bored and things like that. And like, and plus now they're actually eating their food and getting nutrition. So, so I have a question then if you have multiple goals, like let's say you're trying to be the authority on the subject, we're just going to, we're just going to say dogs. Yeah. I'm trying to say I'm the best authority figure on what you should feed your dog, but I also want you to buy my product. How do you think that stacks out on your website? Well, I, I mean, you have a product, right? So right. the end goal should always be that someone buys the product. That's how you exactly. make money. So what you do is you tell that story on your homepage. You tell that story in the product descriptions. There are so many places on your website you can weave that messaging in mm-hmm. that you have to make sure that you're really on top of it. So, you know, that's why you can work with a web strategist is yeah. that we have those that ability to see those those little um, gaps on your website and really making sure we're telling that story effectively. Absolutely. Um, but thank you for joining us, Boutique Fam. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We love bragging about our people, talking about the work that we've done, and just really just even just talking shop about dogs is so much fun too. <laughs> I can just talk about dogs all day. Absolutely. Hey, anytime Scoop can come up in a conversation anytime. or my three pooches, like yeah. you can't be mad about it yeah. you know we'll, well we'll close up shop for today but not before we tell you where to find crude carnivore yes. um you can find flow at crudecarnivore.com or on instagram at crude carnivore if you have a furry pet at home make sure you get them one of those bottles of bone broth i think you i think you're gonna make your pets very happy yeah. um we'll catch you back here at the shop next time yep have a good day or a good night Boutique Speak is a Fubs Media production brought to you by Brainstorm Boutique Branding Studio. We create confident brands. You can find us online at brainstormboutique.com and on Instagram at brainstormboutique. You can listen to us on Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, fubsmedia.com, or wherever you get your favorite podcast. A Fubs Media Production.